Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And we are here talking usually about finances because, you know, I always say everything relates to money and at some point it connects. But uh, we also on Inspired Choices Network connect the whole body with the rest of the world. And by that, I mean, we have lots of great shows, lots of great hosts that care and share all their very wonderful gifts with us. And if you have need for help with your children, with your pets, with your business, with your mindset, with uh, your own personal situation, then we have a show for you. And if somehow, if it's, and it's possible, if somehow we do not have the show that you think we need, then you might have that very gift and should be the host by um, sharing that with the rest of us. And I would encourage you to call Christine McIver, who is our leader and our um, producer and our owner, and as, as well as the host of the show, the Inspired Choices Network here, and she will help connect you with your, your show. And I tell you that because she did that for me and she takes you right out of that comfort zone completely and she's doing it again today because she's introduced video into the Inspired Choices Network. And as cool as I know it is mentally, uh, personally, it's outside my comfort zone once again. And I know Christine's listening and she's just pushing me outside of that comfort zone all the time. It's a good thing we're friends now. <laughs> so today when uh, we talk about finances, um, I talk about your finances and what you need to understand yours because I, I firmly believe and I practice it in my own financial practice with accounting and bookkeeping and investments. Uh, you only need to understand your stuff. You don't need to understand your neighbors, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your second cousin once removed. You only need to know what your stuff is and you for sure can do that. But today we have actually a super, super cool guest. And every once in a while, I'm able to pull something out where we get to have a guest. And today we have Saidette here. And I'm gonna introduce Saidette because I think uh, she will be entirely more comfortable with video than I am. <laughs> She's probably more comfortable with radio than I am. <laughs> because Saidette is a children's entertainer, a speaker, an author, a singer, a songwriter, dancer. She's a host extraordinaire, an advocate and mentor, and an entrepreneur. And Saidette's been motivating young people with messages of hope, love, respect, and perseverance for over 15 years. And when she's not inspiring the future leaders, which I would say is never because it's always part of who she is, uh, she sees, Saidette can be found out in the world, spending time with her family and preparing healthy meals and watching classic movies. And her motto is one person can make a difference and together we can change the world. Saidette, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much for having me, Kathy. And by the way, no matter how many times I perform or have interviews or do uh, TV spots, I am always nervous. <laughs> one, motiv one motivational speaker said, do it afraid, and that's what I do. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> when we get to do it together. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, I'm super excited to have you here. And I know when I get guests, I, I, it's always exciting to have them because they all have such different perspectives. But I have to say, you and I have actually circled each other and haven't actually met because we've had some of the same friends or acquaintances or uh, I think you've had some of my friends' kids that you've been a uh, mentor to. And we've, I've heard about you, but I've never actually been able to connect with you live. So this is actually a real treat for me. So thank you so much for coming. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Thank you. So I think if you, if, if we start with just maybe sharing, because uh, I feel I have a little bit of an advantage that I know a little bit more about you uh, than maybe some of our guests and uh, maybe even Christine, our producer, I know she'll be excited to hear because uh, she's into a lot of very similar and cool things that you do. So maybe just share with us exactly what you do and maybe how you got started. Cause I know okay. you've been doing this for a long time. Yes, I have. Um, I am a, I call myself a happiness infuser. And for the past 16 years, I have made it my mission to help um, children of all ages feel better because I feel when you feel good about who you are, you in return will help someone else feel better. And so I use music, dance, um, comedy, drama to um, get that message across. And I, I began with a small show um, at Thames Valley District School Board. I had an idea to go into a classroom and talk about pursuing your dreams. Uh, but when I had my pitch um, at the board office, they looked at each other and said, this is not a classroom discussion. This is an assembly. I, I didn't have real experience with assemblies. So I was, I was scared <laughs> with that first performance. But over time, I developed a show that now travels um, across Ontario and the East Coast. And we've been all over North America. And I really love what I do. So we, before COVID, I would um, travel to schools. We would set up and completely transform the gym. Um, I have a DJ. Um, sometimes I'd have special guests from YTV. Um, we, we had, we've worked with different people like Nick Cannon and um, Justin Bieber's family. And we just bring this, this concert and show to schools and all about helping um, young people um, understand conflict resolution, bullying prevention, mental health, mindset, um, goal setting, and, and the messages are given through the dancing and through the music. And by the end of the show, we're all partying together. We turn the lights out. We have like a big, you know, dance party and, and they feel inspired and, and it gives them that motivation to go back into their classroom and start thinking of how they can continue that, that energy and that, and that unity. And I, I just love what I do. I'm doing it now virtually, which is completely different. It's definitely been a shift in my career, but um, I'm still inspiring and uplifting young people, even in my studio. <laughs> which is a very cool looking studio from what we can see. Just my room. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome and and it's the irony I think and we're going to talk about this is probably now more than ever people need the show and you can't get out there to to physically see them and I think with everything going on in the world right now they probably need you more than ever 
So um, we'll talk about how you've transitioned into that and, and going forward, what it's going to look like for you. But I'm curious, how did you get into the, the business that you're in? Uh, because it's, it's, it's for sure, it's unique. It's absolutely needed. And, and kids need it from a young age, if you ask me all the way up. And a lot of adults that I've met do too. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> but how, would, how did you get involved in it? Were you, did, you, did you do singing and dancing as a youngster or what happened? Well, I, I was actually a youth pastor before I became like the school um, presenter. Um, when I was in, I, I'm originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I went to the University of Minnesota, and then I transferred to a uh, Bible training center where I wanted to be a youth pastor. And I worked in New York City, and I worked in Oklahoma, and then I, I moved back to Minnesota. I got married and moved into Canada and I became a, a youth pastor and I would do this type of um, shows for like Sunday school. And um, I would, I would take like a lesson and I'd create my own um, type of show around the theme. And that was kind of where I, I really had my practice. And um, after a while, I, I realized that I wanted to get out of the church setting and start giving a message that includes everyone. It's not just about um, the, the Bible lesson. It's about being a, a person who wants to make this world a better place. And so that's when I, I took that idea and presented it to the school board. And that's, <laughs> and it was it took about five years to catch on. At first, the school board was like, oh my goodness, this is such a great show. You're going to be so busy. And I sat at home for the first two years calling, hi, my name is Sidette. <laughs> and, you know, it's a secretary. The secretary basically has to be the bouncer at the school anyway. And everyone yeah. is calling. They're getting so, they're, you know, they're getting so much information <laughs> about programs and they can't even pronounce my name. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sida. And I literally sound like a mouse on the phone because I'm so afraid to talk to people that way and try to sell myself. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sida. Who? What? We're not interested. <laughs> And so it took it took a few years to for it to catch on, but once it did, I really had to rebrand myself um, every few years because the lingo around like bullying changes, and if you're saying a certain words, that is like a it's almost like a red flag to a school. Like oh no, they don't they don't understand where we're going with this message anymore. So you always have to study. You always have to do your research on what schools really want to hear this year. What are they, what are their themes? It's not really about what I want to talk about. It's what is needed in their, in their school setting at that, at that moment. And so I've learned to <laughs> pivot a lot. And so, and now I'm learning to see what schools really need as far as their presentations go when they're, they don't know if they're going to be in person, if they're going to be remote, they don't know what their year looks like. So what am I doing? So now we're, we're, we're figuring it out and it's, it's wonderful, scary, but wonderful. 
<laughs> That's awesome. That that would be very scary. And I, I have to tell you, I'm only looking off to the side to keep an eye on our time for the break. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I just noticed I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on video, and I was like, I keep looking. I didn't want you to. <laughs> I'm not reading a book or anything. <laughs> oh yeah, these it's fine because I'm still learning how to look into the lens of the camera. Like, oh, I'm not gonna look at you in the side. <laughs> That's what I was like. I'm looking at you, and then I I look and make sure I'm not on. You know, I got my three minutes to break warning. <laughs> We'll just hey, keep talking through it. Who knows? Well, at, least, at least you're not like the students when they're like, okay, I'm done with trying to figure out where to look. They just go off camera and you're like, wait a minute. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's, there's so much, there's actually a lot of really cool stuff that you've done that we haven't even talked about yet. And I do want to ask you like, how yeah. often do you change the show? How do you come up with your material? Uh, do you sit down with the school and they, they give you, guidelines on what they want you to do or cover or do they just say hey listen we need to talk about you know this topic bullying whatever the case is and then have you go turn you loose on it kind of thing um how long are your shows do you have different kinds of like, there's all kinds of stuff that i i, I want to know so i know other yeah. people out there want to know <laughs> yeah. so, um, so good thing we got a few minutes <laughs> we have a few minutes okay <laughs> um just just a just a quick um overview of what what I do as far as knowing what the schools want. Um, I have a principals who um, have worked with me over the years and so it's easy for me to be able to message them and say you know I have this idea about a show like this year it's diversity and inclusion because diversity is a fact but inclusion is an action and asking them, is this a message that your school would really need? So this is my idea, but what do you think? And most of the time I'm right on, I'm, I, I'm right on the subjects that they're talking about. When I, when I began it, as a motivational speaker, you always think that your audience really needs what you have. Right. And that's and that's almost like a mistake that we make because we we prepare and we have all of this stuff and we think it's the most important message in the world. And then you get there and they're like, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't really care about but your, your dream is a seed. And if you plant it and you water it, it's going to grow. And you're like, that was my first show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I probably sat at home for two years. So then I went back to the board office and I said, hey, what should I be talking about? You should be talking about bullying. Oh, really? I don't really want to talk about bullying. So I had to do my own studying to realize this is a serious problem. I really need to talk about it and I need to find my own way to do it. And then once I began to having that subject um, as my as the forefront of my show, I was I was very busy. And then I had to realize that bullying is not the word they really want to, to use anymore. <laughs> so I had to learn how to, to, to revamp the show again. And then we start, they started talking about mindfulness and growth mindset. And so I just really had to, to shift again. And, and it's a lot of studying. And then a yeah. lot of studying pop, pop culture because I can have all the lingo that the educators want me to have, but if I can't get to their heart and I can't add little things that they know that will keep their, their attention with me, then I'm just talking and I'm just another educator talking to them again about another subject that, you know, they either want it or they don't. And for, right. and for the 60 minutes that they're gonna see me, I have to really get to their heart 
right away. <laughs> yeah. So we we're up to our first break, okay. which is perfect. Your timing's perfect because when we come back, I want to talk to you about uh, the different levels of grades that you deal with yes. and how you adjust your show for the, you know, if you, if you have a seven year old audience or a 17 year old audience, how you adjust okay. your show for them. So okay. we'll take our first break and then we'll come back and we're going to learn more about uh, Sidet and the Sidet show and how many people it takes to run the production and, and all the other great things that we're going to learn about you. <laughs> Cause it's actually not, I, I suspect it's not quite as you sit down and boom, it's just that easy and it folds out. I think there's no. a lot of work that goes into it. Home fine. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we are up to our first break. We're going to take our first break of the night. Um, you are listening to the inspired choices network, and this is financially speaking with your host, Kathy Cook Noble. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. You are on the Inspired Choices Network listening to Financially Speaking. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I have a very special guest today, Sidette, and we are learning a lot more about the Sidette show and what uh, what's in the future, actually, because I know the future is looking different for all of us, but it's especially different for people in your industry because uh, you're a lot about face-to-face. -face. Um, and today we're, we're doing our, our a maiden voyage of the video. So thankfully I've got Sidette here with me <laughs> because it always helps to have a professional <laughs> and, and let me be the newbie and the rookie. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so no, it's exciting. It's awesome to have you here. Uh, so we were talking a little bit about how you got started, and I, I would love to hear about uh, what you're doing now, like what shows are you're working on now, and then how you work with the different levels. Because I I know you're not just one one show fits all. So how do you uh, how do you make that adjustment, and and uh, how many people go into the production and all that stuff? Okay, well, um, as I mentioned before, our show is ever changing. Um, I started off, I started out by myself and I would travel to schools with um, poster board, uh, boom box and a bag of Skittles. <laughs> so every, and I'm a hip hop dancer. So um, I have a message and I sing and I have original songs and then I, I do a dance number and then I teach the, the entire um, audience a dance routine in less than five minutes. But with my boom box, I would start dancing and it would skip because we had CDs. So yeah. you know, at that time, and so I, I act, originally started with like JK to grade eight. Oh my goodness. I don't even know why I thought that was a great idea. <laughs> I had a show called Flavor. It was an acronym. Everyone is a, is a different flavor in the world and you need to you know own that but we all work and work together like a bag of skittles the acronym focus love attitude vocalize affirm for jk to grade eight yeah by the time <laughs> by the time the show is over the teachers are confused you ask the students what they learned today i'm a bag of skittles all right <laughs> Well, that's not the idea. It was just an analogy, but okay. <laughs> so I had to learn how to take a program and divide it up. And you can't, and be budget-wise, schools only have a certain amount that they can use for special guests and events that way. So I, I would love to have like JK to three, four through six, seven and eight, but it was not feasible. So I had to just divide it into two groups. We have JK to three and we have four through eight. So I have to find a way to connect with those, that grade four through eight division where the seven eights aren't, you know, irritated because they're hanging out with the grade fours. That was the toughest nice. area. So the couple years, like the dancing is always good for the, for the students. I would divide the, the dance time for grades four through six and seven eight. But for the show itself, it was always difficult because the seven eights would sit in the back. And, you know, the music and the dancing is okay, but once I start talking, they just tune out, right? So one year I decided that I believe that the seven eights need to feel like they're VIPs of the show. So every school, uh, we would have the four through six sit on one side and the seven eights on the other side. So we have the seven eights up front. And, and I said, you know what, we think that you need your own section because you're the, you're the leaders of the school. Well, this would bring their morale up right away because they're like, yeah, we're important. We're always sitting in the back. So that became um, a very good idea where they listened more because they were more upfront. The following year, I decided that I believe that you should be part of the show. So we would get um, five to 10 grade seven and eights to be part of the show. 
And it changed the dynamic of the presentation because every show, you never knew what to expect from the volunteers. They had their own section. We would dress them up. They'd have like um, pom-poms and, and the different things. I'd give them confetti. And it's like, we're celebrating your school. You're helping us because you know your school more than I do. Well, now they're listening, their friends are watching because their friends are, because their peers are a part of the show. It's great. So now we have the seven eights being the leaders helping drive the message to the four through six. And it became, it, it has become a beautiful thing. Now with COVID, I don't know what will happen with that school assembly because, I mean, we worked with two, three, four, five hundred students at a time. So that's, yeah. that's completely different. Um, this year, we decided that we were going to do something um, special for the schools. And so we are now doing um, pre-recorded assemblies. And okay. I think this is going to be a really good idea to, for schools because they, they're tired of live sessions trying to coordinate that with all of their teachers. <laughs> who has time for that, right? And they need something to pep the kids up, but they need to do it on their own time. So why not give them a pre-recorded show that they can use anytime they want and is personalized for them? It's right. not just some show that's for everyone. It's, it's specifically for them. And so that, I think that's where I'm going this year. Um, before COVID hit, seven days before the lockdown, I had a stage production that was sold out and it was going to be the launch of my side at show um, live tour with a, a 20 person cast. Like oh, wow. behind me, I have a mascot and everything. We had all our sponsors in place. Everything was wonderful. And seven days before the show, lockdown. Oh. So I'm in the wow. process of actually creating music videos with my cast that we can we can just um, give to the universe and and hopefully that will come back. So I'm just trying to stay in in you know the children's eyes and in the educators' eye. So you know I'm still here. I'm still trying to help you um, bring a good message and that energy because that's my gift. Like I have the energy of happiness. My middle name is T.T. Lola, and it means happiness. Oh, my wow. first name, Saidet, is Arabic, and it's, um, it's actually pronounced Saida, but um, my dad is from Nigeria, and so the pronunciation is Saidet, and that means profitable, profitable and happiness. And so that's what I try to bring to everything I do. So even in this small studio where I don't have the cheering and the clapping of the kids, I just have it in my mind now. And so it comes out in my eyes and in my energy. And so I'm finding that classrooms are, are enjoying that. Like she's not here, but I feel her energy even through the screen. So, and I think that's what, <laughs> I think that's going to be the, the new thing for presenters. You're going to have to, you're going to have to have the cheering in your mind and you need to have that confidence in yourself. So. Yeah. And that's not easy to do. I can imagine. I mean, for most people, that's not easy to do. Uh, but to be in your business, that's because there's a lot of mental preparedness for you to, to hear that and, and keep yourself motivated when you yeah. feed off the audience. And, and I know uh, in this time, 
I mean, I, I'm in finance, so a lot of people find those things boring anyway. But when you're doing uh, when you're doing webinars on finance, I mean, I, even I'll admit that it's a little bit boring, and I usually find it exciting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's only so much energy that that speakers in finance usually bring, and uh, I know it's it's a totally different dynamic for for us right now, where it's not in person and it's it's just not a replacement the this this camera stuff is is not a replacement for the human uh in person so i i can only imagine for you that that's that's been brought a big challenge for you so yeah. good for but you even in my um pre-recorded assemblies i um i've made it my goal to get the the uh students involved so I have like these games that we were playing, even though it was pre-recorded, it's like, I need you to break up into two groups. Now you're going to get your teacher to, to divide the class into two and I need two leaders per team. Now let's go. And I said, I'm going to dance for 90 seconds while you're doing this. And I keep looking in the camera, are you ready? Come on, let's go. <laughs> and so I, I feel like over time, kids are going to be able to see that they can still have that, yeah. that connection even though it's on screen and it's exhausting being on camera. I, I did a virtual camp all summer. And it's like, I, oh, wow. I set up a stage. I, we danced for six hours of a day. We traveled for hours on end. And I felt more tired in a couple hours of a virtual um, camp than I do traveling all around uh, Ontario and the East Coast. So it, it does something for to you because you, you're not feeding yeah. on the energy of other people. You, you have to have it. It's all in you, right? So. Absolutely. Sure. Wow. So how many people, you said you had 20 ready before the, the whole COVID lockout. Yeah. Um, what happens to your, to your people, to your, your dancers and your, I don't all your set people and whoever you've got as a cast, what happens now? Um, well, on a regular day, it's just uh, myself and Christina, my fiance. So we travel to the schools and we bring like our backdrops, our DJ equipment. This, the school doesn't need to do anything to have us. We, we, we become self-sufficient. Um, the stage um, production, our uh, cast of volunteers, and most of them are um, high school students. And so they, they're just ready to work with me whenever I'm ready. So that's just a wait and see. <laughs> but, over, but over the years, I've, I've had a team of, of five travel with me. That's quite expensive. And, you know, yeah. in this business, you, you, I had to learn, like, financially speaking, to stop thinking with my heart. Because yeah. you, you just want to give, you want to give to the schools, you, you know, some schools can't afford to have you so you do it for free, yeah. but you continue to do that. And then you, you realize that you're paying your, all your employees, you're paying to travel, you're paying for all of this. That's right. And now I'm coming home suffering. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly I, right. I paid all of my workers, but now I can't pay my yeah. bills. Who's paying you? <laughs> The school only has a certain amount of money they're going to pay for 80 presenter. They don't care how many people you bring, but they're only going here <laughs> with That's the right. budget. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so, it's like, it looks impressive. Look at all these people working with me, <laughs> not making anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, 
So I, I really had to learn how to do that. So I have my, the bulk of my, my help in the community where I can kind of bring in people that need like, you know, students, they need volunteer hours, but they, they have a passion to help people or, or they love to dance. So it's, it's nice for them and it's good for me <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, so that's what I've learned to do over time. I've had, I've had big groups with me and a, a nice team. It's hard <laughs> until you can yeah. get to that place where you have many sponsors and things that, and grants coming through that can help you with that. But at the moment, I'm just doing what I can with what I have. So. <laughs> That's awesome. And see, now you're speaking my language because yes. it, I, it does come back to money at some yes, point. It always does. <laughs> money is always there and it's not a bad thing. And yeah. I always think it's a great thing, actually, because, you know, there's tons and tons of money out there and you just have to be able to go get it. And um, we are up to our second break and we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Um, so we are going to take our second break of the night. And we're coming back with Sidette, so don't go anywhere. We have her for the whole show. She's here. Um, it's the, uh, the, the junior version of the Sidette show. <laughs> so you are listening to Financially Speaking, and I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I'm so excited. We have Sidette here for the whole show. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. That's awesome. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. By, by day, I'm a financial advisor and a bookkeeper and do all the, the things that most people find boring in numbers. <laughs> but uh, today, <laughs> we're stepping outside. I'm 
Sidette's going to make me look a little bit cooler because yeah. she's doing all the fun entertainment and education parts with the kids. And I know um, Christine, my producer, has said, show your book. And so I'm shamelessly showing my book to plug it because uh, I know she's, she's watching. She's everywhere. So I'll get in trouble. <laughs> she's our, our fearless leader, that's for sure. So, uh, again, the uh, Inspired Choices Network is, is actually – Saidette, it, it reminds me a lot of what you were talking about because at the, the network, it really is an all-inclusive uh, for everybody. There's something specific that someone's looking for. So I suspect when they come to your show and it's just, you know, maybe it's bullying or whatever you're talking about, there's maybe not, they're, maybe they're not being bullied or maybe they're not doing the bullying, but there's something there that they're going to get out of it that they need that day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. And it's, it's, a, it's a true talent. It's a true talent. And I mean, we have a whole network of shows and you're doing it all in a one 60 minute show yourself <laughs> and you have four or 500 people at the same time. And, and you know what they say, working with kids and animals are the most challenging because they're the most unpredictable. So <laughs> I don't know if you're bringing animals into the show, but you definitely got one of the keys as unpredictable. Yep. <laughs> and before we went to our break, we were talking a tiny bit about, um, money because I know it all you know my world that's really how it works uh and it's not it's funny because it's not always about how many millions of dollars you can make and it's mm-hmm. that's not people's goals some people sure and that's great because that it's all relative but in your case uh you, like you said you do have to make money not just so that you can sustain a life but so that you can sustain this gift for everybody else and and share it with them because as you grow you need to replace props or you need to make sure your vehicle can get you to the the show. You need to make sure that you have the current music and that the music plays <laughs> and it doesn't skip <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. So, <laughs> so people, it's digital now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you got that problem fixed, I think. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because when, when people think about money, they, they're always afraid of it. And I think it's a great thing. It helps do wonderful things. My personal belief is you should make as much money as you possibly can because you can do yeah. more good with it. So oh, make so as much <laughs> so we want to see massively successful because we know that you're helping a huge amount of people and it's important important stuff and and i and i i worry a little bit um because i think in our world we're not quite getting all that that we need now there's a lot of negativity out there and and i realize that it's a pandemic i get it uh that we're living in and but like everything else it doesn't last forever and we have to see you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. Uh, but you're, it's, I think now more than ever, and I said it before, and I, I honestly believe that now more than ever, they need your message. And I think it's important. And I think it's wonderful that the COVID pandemic hasn't shut you down. It's just readjusted how you do things. So yes. maybe when, when did you make that shift? I know you had that, that show seven days before, um, but when did you make a shift so that you were actually able to get back out there and, and, and do your work again? Well, I never stopped working. I, um, well, I say that, but then I also say the first month of the lockdown, I was in shock and I was just lost. Didn't know yeah. what to do. Cause I was so used to moving. 
second, yeah. third, fourth month, I just ate my feelings. <laughs> but the entire time, I really wanted to be there for young people. So I started a series called Off the Couch. And I did it for myself. I'm like, I got to get off this couch. So I'm going to have these uh, little um, episodes on my Instagram where I either talk about, you know, mental health or I do a dance routine where they can follow along. So I did that every day um, off the couch. Hey, it's off the couch with Sidat. And, and it began to catch on and I would have students and even parents like I look forward to off the couch and I watch it with my with my kids and it's really helping okay. us. And then after a while, I realized that I just needed to get outside because I got stuck in this rut of just being at home to the point where I didn't want to go out. When some of the restrictions were lifted, I just decided I don't want to go. I just don't want to go. And not because I was afraid to go. I just become this kind of, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just like, I don't want to leave this house. I'm fine here. I'm safe here. So I just made myself just go for a walk. So I just, I take a morning walk every, every day at 7 a.m. for about an hour. And so I begin doing like a morning motivation walk. So I would get my, my uh, camera out and then I just talk about whatever was on my mind. It was like my thought for the day. Here's my thoughts from today. I begin getting more families saying, oh my goodness, you don't know how much this means to us. Like we watch it every morning. It really helps us. Then school began and I said, I just need to do something else. And diversity is, you know, a hot topic right now. We need to talk sure. about equity. We need to talk about inclusion. But a lot of families, you know, they don't know where, how to start that conversation. So I decided I'm going to do it. It's going to be your diversity moment. So I just talk about different things about history or current things that are happening now. Did you know that this person is the first black female um, to um, have the chance to, to go to Mars? And there are, so I start talking different things like that. You know who invented the potato chip? And, you know, so it's like, it's really cool to have families once again and educators going, okay, this is what we need. And so it was easy for me to go back to schools and say, hey, I have something that you may want to use as a resource. And it became, okay, I can continue to work. But I had to, it was almost like I had to start at year one again. Hey, my name is Saidat. <laughs> I really have a message here. Do it for free. Do it for free. Just get that exposure. And then now all of a sudden I'm, 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 I'm able to make money with it. So I, I think it's just, and as a presenter that's been doing this for like, you know, 16 years, it was, it was hard on my, my ego. Um, I felt crushed because I felt as if I lost my career because you, you, you kind of know that's going to be a while before schools will be comfortable enough to have the type of show I did. Because we had 500 kids in a show, I would I would talk to them. They would sit down for that, but we had a lot of up and down, like stand up, dance with me. Now you can sit down, talk, stand up, dance with me, sit down, talk. Now we're turning the lights out, and we're gonna have a you know an all around party, and the kids are all together and they're jumping together and they're sweating. Well, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so so that was like, how can we still keep that energy, and how can I still make money? doing yeah. what I used to do 
and so I don't know what the future holds, but I think um, one thing that you're talking about, like we can't be afraid of money. And that's what I spent most of like the big chunk of my career being afraid to know my worth. Yeah. I was like afraid to actually say, Hey, you know what? I deserve to be paid this amount of money because it's my time. I spend hours. I spend my entire summer creating the programs for the following year. So it's time it's travel. I'm paying my, my crew to be with me. I'm feeding them. (laughs) I'm housing them. Like I'm worth, I'm worth what I need to be paid. And it, I think it took, uh, it, it was, I was at a school and we'd given them a discount. And then the, the principal tells me about another presenter that they pay oh. twice as much as they paid for me. Now, why they told me that, I'm not sure, but I went, oh my goodness. But it was like a light bulb went off. Like I am worth more than I am um, showing up in the world as like, oh, it's okay. I just want to help your kids. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. But I also have kids <laughs> need exactly. to know that their mom thinks of the world of them and that she's able to provide for them instead of being away for hours and then coming back going, I don't have anything for you because I gave it to the world. That's right. Absolutely. That, you know, that is actually a, a very, very important and powerful lesson for people to learn. Yeah. And I know, I, I, I know with me, I work with people all the time and that, especially women, to be honest, they're the ones that have the hardest time putting value on their time and their worth. And, yeah. and I, I firmly believe, and I, I mean, I sound like a broken record on the show because I say it all the time. Money has no feelings. Like people get all this emotion towards money and they, you know, they put all this pressure on having money and, and money. I'm like, money doesn't care. Like it doesn't care if it's in your pocket, my pocket, your neighbor's pocket. Yeah. It has no emotions. Money's not sitting out there thinking, oh, I'm so sad that Kathy doesn't come and get me or doesn't want me. <laughs> it has no emotions at all. It's yeah. like, come and get me. Here I am. Somebody take me because if you yeah. don't, somebody else will. And I think wow. it's really important. And I think too, it sends a, yeah. a huge message, not just to your own mental situation, but when you start to value yourself and realize that time is the most important thing, more than money, more than anything. Time is the value right there. That's the biggest commodity in my, in my opinion. And when you start to realize that, then other people, they'll feel that from you saying, listen, you need to value yourself because you're worth something. Your time is so valuable. To give it for nothing, I get, they're totally, I get it. There's a time and place for that, absolutely. Yeah. But in your line of business, it's, you have to value yourself because you do, you put so much energy into it. Uh, I mean, I can feel the energy from you. (laughs) Like I can only imagine the live show. I mean, it'd be awesome. And maybe we'll do something down the road and we can have a live show. It'd be great. Uh, But it's so important. And and you're right with the the school, the other guy that got paid more is uh, just because they asked for it. (laughs) That's really what it came down to. I'm sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah, like so. I, spent, I spent a lot of years just being afraid that I was going to miss a show, miss a gig because I, you know, wanted to, to, um, off, I wanted to, you know, at, at that price. Hey, this is how much it is. Oh, but they yeah. seem like they're going to, they're going to back out. So, oh, if you would like a discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. so nice. 
<laughs> and it's so sad that that's normal, don't you think? Like, I just, yeah. you know what? Look, I know how many hours I've put into to my show. I know how much money I put into my, my background and yeah. all the cool things that you have and the, the training. That's the thing people don't understand is, is you didn't just wake up yesterday and, and all of a sudden start singing and writing songs and playing instruments and uh, you worked on it. Like there's hours that go into learning how to play an instrument and hours that go into potentially, sometimes I'm sure a song comes faster than others, but no. there's, there's <laughs> not no. for me. <laughs> there's hours and hours and hours that you have amassed in being able to do this and make it look easy and natural. So people, it's funny because I, I struggle with this with people all the time. They think because you make it look easy, that it's so easy anybody can do it and therefore the the dollar value is not as high but it's actually the opposite if you make it look that easy and they think oh gosh that's so easy anybody can do it the dollar value should be higher because for you to get there i think that's where the that's where the gold is that's that's who you want somebody that makes it look so easy because you can't replace side ed it makes it look she makes it look so easy oh i could do that you know but then you can't do that so it's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm excited that, that that's where you're headed because I, I do want you to be hugely successful and uh, all over, you know, bigger than the Wiggles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll have our, our own version of that here. I know that's, that's it. That's what we'll do. Uh, because really there's not a lot of children's entertainers or, and I know you're not just children, but you that's your market. Yeah. Um, it's really not a lot, right? So no, I mean, I don't... There are not a lot of um, children's entertainers of color in North America. And if yeah. there are, they're usually like the, the co-host or some, yeah. something like that, where it's like, we need representation in children's entertainment. And it can't just be like... Oh, we're like Sesame Street's beautiful for diversity. I mean, they are our example, but it can't be the only example. And it's, <laughs> so it's not that new. <laughs> it's, it's like we, we need, and I have schools, and sometimes it's sad to say that, you know, you'll have some schools book me just for Black History Month or oh. just for Anti-Bullying Week. And you say, no, this is not what this is. It's not because I'm black that it's a good idea to have me because you want to talk about issues that involve the black communities. No. You need to make representation and diversity something that students see all the time. When I show up in your school, it shouldn't just be, oh, there's a Black History Month presentation. So yeah, she's here. No. Should be like Sidet is here. It doesn't matter who I am, like what I like. This is just normal. Diversity is a fact. Inclusion is an action. You've got to set that example. I have some schools, they'll say, oh, well, our kids aren't into hip hop. It's not a hip hop show. Yeah. (laughs) It's and so you you just get it to like you you it's easy and it's for all of us no matter who you are what race you are it's easy to get into stereotypes it's easy to get into well sometimes so I won't like it because this is different I'm not accustomed to but if you make if you if you do this on purpose like diversity is just what we do I we may have like an all white um, staff 
but we are going to have guests that are people of color, black, indigenous, people of color at all times so that you know that this is normal and I don't show up to your school and it's like this. <laughs> She's near. <laughs> who, who is this? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and it takes me like 30 minutes to get them out of the, oh, she's black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not checking off a box. That's right? all. Exactly. You got to that mindset. Oh, we have like two and a half minutes roughly left for the end okay. of the show. And I, and I do need to ask you, because I, yes. I know other people want to, a couple things. One, we need to know how to get a hold of you. So anybody listening out there that says, or watching, I guess, now that we're on video, that says, listen, I need to call her. How do I get a hold of her? How do you want, how could they do that? Yes, um, you can find me um, on Twitter. Um, educators love to use that in adults. Um, Sidet and two, the number two, motivate. Sidet to motivate. On Instagram, if you want more fun and color, it's um, at the Sidet show. I'm on Facebook. For those who are still using Facebook, <laughs> um, it's just Sidet, S-A-I-D-A-T, and um, where else? TikTok. Oh, yeah. TikTok, so I'm on there at the Sidet Show. And LinkedIn Perfect. and YouTube is Sidet Music. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so what, what's, what's next for Sidet? What's in the future? What, have you, what haven't you done that you'd like to do? Oh my goodness. I, I want a TV show for kids, um, on like family channel or YTV. Um, I'm working on a program called diversity university where it's like a diversity training or, um, slash appreciation for kids, helping them to be proud of who they are so they can, 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 um, share that with the world. Um, kids need to know how to stand up for themselves Instead of just throwing like you're racist out, you need to be able to have a conversation, right? So yeah. that's that's what I'm working on, and I I'm looking forward to going back to in person presentations. So right, you'll have that future. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Thank you so much for joining us, and Thank I you. wish you all the best. I'm so so happy that we got you on the show. Yeah. Um, I will be excited to <laughs> christine won't believe this but i am excited that you're the one that we were able to do video with for oh. the first time for introducing this <laughs> made it a lot easier for me <laughs> i may have to have you on every week just so you know but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fine uh, all right uh no that's wonderful i thank you so much for joining us i'm i'm wishing you all the best i can't wait to see you get back in the schools um, it's so ironic because I really think now more than ever, everyone needs to see you and they can't get you. <laughs> so they need to be in front of you. They need to, to feel your energy is awesome. And I can see how well it would be on the videos that you're doing with the pre-records and, and any live stuff. But awesome. I just think having you in person is really the, the winning, the winning uh, formula for sure. And uh, I need your book. That's right. Oh yeah, read my book. <laughs> Thank you. Is Christine talking to you in your ear? <laughs> Thanks, Thank you for choosing we'll to listen again. to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. 
Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.